When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat in four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite. Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more info. Uh, Steve Byrne is here. CB Live at Desert Ridge is where the young man is. And, of course, uh, you've been coming on the show for a long time. I didn't even know uh, you had a loyalty like this, that you would wear such a thing. But you come in here this morning after my hour-long dissertation, my rant, the whole thing about... A fandom and sports and how you can steal away the the linchpin, the, the Mr. Cub 2.0, sure. a guy who was almost guaranteed to be a statue outside of Wrigley Field. Think of that. Yeah. Almost guaranteed to do it, and now he's in Yankees. And race. here comes this yeah. peacock walking yeah. down the hallway. Yeah, and then you peacock. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. What are we doing? And you acted <laughs> like. Force Radio is coming. Yeah, you acted <laughs> like. cool? You didn't you know. son of a. <laughs> Here's my prediction now that Steve Byrne has done this, is that this will be. Uh, this, this, you are the second to last act at a comedy club here in town before it all shuts down again because of the epsilon. The epsilon COVID's coming. I'm the Wuhan bat. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly <laughs> it. We've brought Swooped you in. in. Yeah, because this is just everything. code for me to say it's all about to shut down again because that's the only good thing that can happen now is right. that baseball has to shut its doors. Because I don't want to watch Rizzo go running off in, in New York and, and celebrate. Ah, and I hope they don't, by the way. This is, this is almost like your notebook. <laughs> well, that's what we were saying this morning. Yeah. A, a woman doesn't like sports. <laughs> Look, you're not even going to get a word in today. A woman doesn't like – this has been my theory for a long yeah. time – doesn't like sports a lot of the times because they see what a man in love actually looks like. <laughs> and we don't do that with them. Right. We, and it's sad to say it's yeah. not correct. Our loyalties towards sports right. are bigger than – our friendships and our rela- and emotional, yes. yes, and it's true. It's a different loyalty. It's a well. Sometimes it's just not, and some it's weird. I have a friend who's a, a comic from Cleveland named Ryan Dalton, and he cried when the Cavs won. Yeah, and his wife was happy for him, but she's like, you know, 
He's like, what? She's How many like, things so, have you, I've done? You, uh, you didn't cry on our wedding day. She's nope. Like, this is different. Not as big well, a deal. Well, I did, but I don't want to talk about that. Here's the, thing, yeah. here's, the, here's the thing about the wedding. And this is my first thought that popped in my head is I would have said to her, I'm like, I can have another wedding day. <laughs> this may never happen again. <laughs> That's a man's sports Game, mind. Set, yeah, match. when we're in sports mode, don't talk to me about love. This yeah. is what love looks like. It's, it's sad. Yeah, like there's a, a picture in my home mm-hmm. of Anthony Rizzo right. uh, in a prom pose with my wife. <laughs> and it's blown up. And he signed it. And Here, I said yeah. yesterday, I'm like, we got to take that down. She goes, why? I'm still in it. I'm like, I didn't ask you to autograph it. <laughs> it's going in the closet now. He's a Yankee. It's not happening. It's terrifying. So, it's you, worst. so this goes deeper, though. Do you have a hatred for the Yankees then? Um, I don't like any teams that aren't the Cubs. I, like My sports loyalty lies like the Steelers are the team I love in football. Right. And the rest of them can go eat it. Right. I, I don't yeah. have I don't have a second favorite. I, I I have teams I hate more than others. The Yankees are I'm an American League thing. Yeah. I don't like the evil empire. Like most people, I will root against the Yankees in most cases. Right. Now I just now it's just they took my statue, man. They, they took, took my guy. You saw the office here. I got an autographed Rizzo jersey. Uh it's just it's it's over. How long's that staying up? It's gone tomorrow. Is it? I'm gonna <laughs> donate it to a charity. Come on. Oh yeah, it's gone. Come on. That's gone. No, you can't. What? That's yeah, wrong. Throw him an offer. Why? Throw him an offer. Give it time. What do you mean? Give it time. Uh-uh. You, you had a nasty. No, you have up. to knee jerk you know these what? moments. You're gonna- <laughs> <laughs> these moments require knee jerk reactions. You don't know that how it works. Later in life, you call and beg for it back, just I, like women. This, this, like if it was the '80s, you'd have the uh, jersey toss. You'd be like, meet me at the 95 yep. bridge. I'm gonna light this thing on fire. We're gonna drop it into the, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, Tempe Town Lake. I think you gotta. I think you gotta just take a breather. Nope. He's still a good guy. Sure, but he's in the, that that hanging on the wall in there is. Uh, it doesn't. It's like having it, an extra it, it friend on the wall. To a moment in time, it right. gave you what I you still wanted. Have that. Yeah, just. But now I got to watch him do something with the, like it's like watching your ex uh, bang a guy and go that yeah, used to be mine. I got pictures of it all over the house. So looking at the pictures like being a cuck then. What would it yeah. be? Would you <laughs> be all right then? I mean, like I guess the equivalent would be like Crosby. If he goes, don't go to there. If Sydney's team. a capital, oh. he did this to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't okay. you dare, <laughs> Sydney Crosby. Now we're hitting your hockey. <laughs> Sid the kid, you probably have an '87 folded jersey and some sort of shadow box uh-huh. in your house. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. And it's autographed. And yeah. but you've got three cups with him. He needs to stay there forever. Yeah, you want him to retire to right. But let's say he goes, no more. I don't want to rebuild this team. I got one one last shot. I want a chance. Look, if- and they trade him to Tampa. Right, right. You don't want that. No, no one wants it. Would it. Kill no one you wants their hero to, to end up in no. Florida. No, you want um, him to stay in his house in no. Fox Chapel and just you know call it a day. Unless, of course, your hero's Jewish. He's going to end up in Florida anyway. In the latter years, <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah. In um, Boca. Yeah, going to Boca. I, I think like though, like if I was an Oiler fan, right? Right. And Gretzky brought me four cups, and then he goes to the Blues, he goes to the Kings, right. he goes to the Rangers. It's like I, I wouldn't take. An uh, 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 autographed Oilers jersey down. I, w- I would still be thankful that part of the legacy, part of the greatest player to ever play the game, played. That's kind of like how I have that one up there in our office. Of Gretzky with the Rangers. Yeah. Ugh. It's still. I, 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 he again, retired a Ranger. He still kept. He, he still did he get a cup of the Rangers? He wasn't there with them. No, 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 no. They didn't. No, Messier and. and they, that was they the had, team. They, they had a run. Yeah. Messier and all those guys were. They brought all those guys back. Right. But you know what happens when they go to the Yankees? Nothing. That's true. Nothing. And even when they when they get it, if they win the World Series, it's almost kind of like not legitimized because it's almost like they paid for it. Yeah, but they Tom Brady as a Buccaneer is tough for like because I can't because I've been all over I've been all over people for 
like cheer Patriots fans who cheer for the Bucks. Oh, like, right. that's rough. I that's played you the Matt Damon. Matt Damon, who's like, I'm a Brady fan first, and he's just pissing off all. I mean, like, and we, he said so on the you ride or die. Like, Go Bucks! It makes your loyalties. Oh. It makes your loyalties questionable as a fan, as a man, <laughs> a man, Steve <laughs> as a man. Didn't you wear a pirate I leave hat? A lot of hair on the show. Yeah, on Sullivan oh, and Son. Weren't you wearing pirates hats on that show? On, Didn't on you have pirates gear on your TV show? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, all through the Pittsburgh bar. It yeah, all, it was all garbage lies. It's all. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> the veil is lifted, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sullivan and lies. Take, take, yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it was. I love the Bucks, by the way. Let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. I am a huge <laughs> fan. <laughs> they just won, right? Love them. Love them. I'm you going over after the show to, to get out. Yeah, you know, what I feel bad about right now. My shoes are Antetokounmpo's. I wear Giannis Antetokounmpo. They're great shoes. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Nike uh, freak shoes, and I feel right. a little bit guilty about that. So you really like this. It's not like you're not doing this for idiot. You like legitimately are pretty oh, it's, darn bummed. It's you, you come to my house and take a look at Cubs uh, wall. I built a sports bar at my house. Just, it sounds just to hang like stuff. you're going to end up on Dateline killing I, this guy. No question. No, not Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> like maybe the fan maybe wearing the his skin. Look yeah. out to narrow. Uh, I would <laughs> wear a skin. Right. <laughs> well, I interviewed him two times for this thing. Yeah. As a, as a Super Cub fan, uh, spring training comes around, and then the second year he's like, let's do that again for this product he endorses. And, oh, asked, and asked for me, and I said, you know that makes us best friends. And joking around, he goes, yeah. I said, you can't go anywhere. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, I won't. Cause you, and I said this earlier today. That for the ver- I was a person who interviewed him and introduced him as the Chicago Cubs' uh, first, first world champion first baseman since Frank Chance. Right. 1908. Wow. And I'm like, that's something to us. That's is, something yeah. to us. And now he's like, ah, Yankees, Yankees. I asked for a trade. I got to try and go to the Yankees. He's like, what a payback. Would you, then. Would you have been happier if he went to a smaller market team or because it's no. evil? Just, he yeah. needs to stay a Cub. See, I, I agree with you in understanding the, you know, what a championship means to the city yes. of Chicago. Because I was living in Chicago when they won their second Cup. And oh, yeah. the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And, and just seeing how Chicago rallies. The how buzz, the vibe. My yeah. buddy Dave Boland, uh, who's third line center, you know, shutdown guy, um, yeah. he won the Cup and he was the only Cub, he was the only uh, uh, Blackhawk to stay in Chicago over the course of the summer. Yeah. And we, we got to know each other quite well. And <laughs> he gets a day with the Cup, right? Which I think is the greatest tradition in, in, in all the sports. Yep. Totally First agree. off, the Stanley Cup looks like a trophy. Like the it's lumb- six feet tall, it's huge. The other ones, they look like sales trophies. Right? You know, like yeah. the, the, <laughs> a tea cap. The one you win. The, one the you win. basketball ones are the worst. Uh, it's horrible. It looks like the one oh, like, we got in Little League. But baseball, saying. it's yeah. like somebody's going to poke their eye out with this thing. Yeah. You can't celebrate with that. Yeah. And then the the NFL one, it just like it looks like some Merrill Lynch would give out for like a great fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. But like the cup looks like a cup and then there's men holding it up yeah. and you get to go take a victory lap. It was so cool. And you got to do that? No. Oh, you no, were no, part no. of it. No, no. So so uh Dave uh <laughs> Dave Dave gets the cup, right? And so Rocky Wirtz, the owner of the of the um of the Blackhawks says, "Look, Dave, whatever you do, do not take the cup to Wrigley." He's like, "Yeah, I'm not going to take the cup." 
to Wrigley. He's like, listen to me, Dave. You do not take the cup to Wrigley. He's like, I will not take the cup to Wrigley. <laughs> Flash forward like oh, Ferris Bueller, no. right? Rocky Horse is watching the Cubs game. And there it is. And Bolin is on one of those rooftops. Yeah. He's, he didn't take it. Oh, he didn't yeah, get it. He did. He uh, went to the rooftop. So he's sitting there and he's chugging and he's pounding and he's having the time of his life. The spectators see it. He's holding the cup up. <laughs> oh, the whole no. place goes crazy. The game stops for a second. He had to get a police escort out of Wrigleyville that day. Because the cup was home. Because the cup was oh, home. Yeah. Man. And I just saw, I was like, wow, that's what that's what it means. Yeah. It, it means something it's a different. little more special. The fans are fans. We're passionate and emotional. I don't know the players know that as much as they should. Yeah, like there's never like there's never a meeting between owner, GM, agent, and player going. What would the fans need here? What are we going to do to to not crush them? They don't have those talks. It's all business. It's all business. And meanwhile, well, it's not mental for us. health is very prevalent. So let's very talk true. about the fans' the, I, mental health. I got people. the twisties. Oh man! Okay. Did you, you line up this week? I got the twisties. That's good. Steve went on Instagram this week and uh, oh, made. I, I, Made Losing followers. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Rapidly. Good. We talked about this on the Caliendo cast. You're one of the last ones that's like, come get me. Which, which is just great. don't care. Yeah. And it isn't about not caring. Well, you don't care about them because you I, have yeah. a right to say what you want and feel so long as it's not malicious and, and awful. Right. And that's exactly what it is. When you get funny. offended yeah. at a joke, grab a box of tissues yeah. and take a lap around. I just don't care. Right. It is a jo- It's gotten so – you can't make a joke. It's like it's not about mental health. It's no. about the situation. It's just a – Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. She walked away from the situation. Yes. I I personally think it's going to start turning into every time someone has a bad day. They're going to blame mental health, and we won't be able to say, oh, oh. yeah. So you go out there and you get the yips. It's like, I got mental health issues, but I'll sit and watch the team from the dugout. I'm just not going to play. And you're going to walk away. If Tom Brady did this in the Super Bowl and said, I just don't feel it today, coach, sit me out. I don't feel like playing. It hurt. My, yeah. I got the twisties. My, my head's not in it. You'd be like, this guy is a mental basket case. We can't trust him. Right. Of course. that's how sports has always been. So sports, it's different. If, and firefighters emailed me like crazy saying, you're right. I can't walk away. <laughs> Because right. it's just not there that I don't day. feel like fighting this fire. Today. Mental health is something you're not supposed to – it's not supposed to be an excuse. It's supposed to be a reason. An excuse is like I just – I can't do it because of this. And that's what bugs me about the Simone Biles thing is we're so quick to say. And you tweeted out something. I don't remember what the joke oh, was. I said I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to write something funny about Simone Biles, but the pressure got to me. <laughs> and people <laughs> – Man, people here it comes. Yeah. Did you get a good one? Here comes the did tsunami you of Karen. Yeah. <laughs> what was your what? favorite? Did you expect that uh, – the I mean, the comics yeah. just get Yeah, at this point, in. it's just like, okay. It, even like comics, like, uh, you know, it's so funny because you can see where, like, who liked yeah. your stuff. And, like, the last, over the last year, like, all my comic friends are like, see ya. <laughs> <They're>, your <laughs> brand like, liability. Too hot. Too hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like Ovechkin scoring his 50. I can't hold my stick anymore. It's just like, ooh. Um, but I, I just think it's, it, it's, gotten, it's gotten so out of hand because – Unfortunately, everything's tethered politically now. Yep. You know, the minute it happened, I go, I go, the left's going to back her and yep. the right's going to vilify it. Yep. But somewhere in the middle, everybody's going to have a feeling about this. And I'm a father of two. Yep. My daughter's nine. My son is about to turn six. And every time we play hockey, every time they're riding the bike, every time we're doing something physically active, if you fall, what do you do? They go, get back up. 
I go, don't, and they always say, quit. It's like yeah. it's like repetition. I've drilled this in right. my head. So when my wife was watching the gymnastics with them, I was just like, well, you know, the le- I, I wasn't there that day, but it's like I would have said to my daughter, I go, Livy, don't, and she goes, quit. Yeah. You know? And there's and there's something to the idea of saying I'm just not here today, and it's it's almost more uh, impressive to say I didn't have it, and I went out there and I gave it. And, my you, best. and you took a roster yeah. spot from somebody else. Yes, you nullified somebody else's yep. dream that somebody, you know, worked their butt off to for yeah. their whole life for that moment, and you took it away from them. So it's yeah. like it's 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 more complicated than on the surface. But I think it's funny because the COVID pendulum of entertainment has swung so far with. The Jordan doc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're all glorifying, wow, what a leader. Right. Look at that. No BS. To now we're coming out of COVID and we're entertained, obviously, with the Olympics. And you see this and it's just like I, I'd err on the side of caution. I, yeah. I'd, I'd want Jordan in my locker room. I, I, of I course. Would. When it comes to – that's what my point was with this whole thing. The when German comes, uh, judo coach. With slapping coach. that lady around. Yeah, he hits oh, her he before hit the oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've said that too. With sports, it's different. With sports, it's totally different. Part of the deal is, yeah, you can have mental health issues. You've got to overcome all of it to be considered the goat. The second she sewed that little goat on her leotard, she announced, I can do anything at any time. Nothing yeah. can stop me. Because I'm the greatest ever. We learned that from Michael Jordan. That documentary was basically like, I didn't care what was going on. Yeah. Fever 104 or whatever. And I still went out and won a championship because I overcome everything. And that's a message to people with mental health issues is that don't let it stop you. It shouldn't shouldn't make you go the other way. Don't quit. Because that particular decision right there will be terrible. Well, I think for a long time. You're seeing the, the, the opposite of that with Conor McGregor. You know, Conor McGregor, he got destroyed. Yep. By Khabib. Again. And then he gets <laughs> beat by Dustin Poirier. Yep. And so you're seeing this invincibility, the swagger coming in. It was like, oh, my God, this guy's great. He's tribal. He's outspoken. But he backs it all up. Right. And the minute it all kind of fell apart, now you're seeing this other breakdown in terms of mentality yeah. of, of his changing game where it's like he's going to places like where his uh, crap talking yeah. crazy kicks not – yeah, on no. on par with what he was doing before, and it's just like I, I think mentally you're seeing somebody really break down before yeah. our Mike eyes. Tyson talking about DMs and your wife yeah. and all that stuff. It's like before it was fun, it was creative, it was like yeah. it was a bravado behind it, and creativity. Yeah. That when he was doing the press conferences, the press conference weigh-in tour with yeah. uh, Mayweather and, and the one in Toronto. That was one of the most entertaining, almost like roast battles. Yeah. Yes, I've it was ever unreal. Seen in my life, he was so good. And then you see him get his butt whooped, and then you're seeing this mental spiral go yeah. down a different path. It's like, ugh. Well, I think you're seeing the act get revealed. Like with yeah, Tyson. Yeah. Tyson was all extent, show. Yeah. We, I, I've often said that I think Mike Tyson is the most overrated heavyweight fighter of all time. He never beat anybody good. Ever. He didn't. I mean, yeah. you, look at, you look at his record. Yeah. Like, he lost to everybody. The difference between Ali, you Foreman, and all the greats. You would know that at the time because he yeah, was just a beast. Well, because he was beating him so badly, average, so quick. But so, I mean, but those it was an are act. professional boxers. Sure. But, but to decimate them all, because we remember, look, yeah. I, I mean, right. we, were, we remember that time and period where he, no BS, comes out in black, doesn't talk, just comes out and... Literally within the first round. Yeah. That was the thing. Crush. Like, how long is it going to last? How long is it going right. to last? And that was the paper. That was the beginning of pay-per-view too. Like yeah. why yeah. am I going to spend that much money to watch, to watch a 30-second fight right? and, and not know the undercard? Constantly. But yeah. the thing for me, I, not to say he wasn't a good fighter, but he's the most overrated. 
and the act sold it. Like when he became, you know, Iron Mike, and he right. was the, he was the sweet kid at first, and then he kind of was like this off the hinges guy. Mm-hmm. And then when he became the one that was like, I'm going to eat your children. He's biting off ears and everything else. You started to see that that's a that dude's not home. And right, then right. It, then he realized that sells tickets because that's the only thing he was losing fights, and he was still selling sure. tickets. Conor McGregor's the same way. You're Trying losing to reinvent him. He's on his back, creating the hype a little well, bit. Conor's yeah. on his back, talking trash. With a broken leg. With a broken leg. And yeah. that's when you're like, oh, this is all in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not real. And I think that's when the, the audience doesn't like to be fooled. We like the game. We'll play the game. We don't like to be fooled. So that's when Connor kind of was that. Yeah, uh, you saw the, 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 we saw the wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The curtain, the curtain was, was like, removed. Oh, yeah. boy. Leave yeah, it to Jake nice. and Logan Paul. They'll handle it. Yeah, that's we'll going to be back the future. Of <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the pendulum always swing back <laughs> with two Ooh. blonde dudes <laughs> yeah. from Ohio yeah. with no talent? Well, yeah, I'll go with Marketing? that. Marketing? Yeah, well, they're excellent at that. Yeah. But, I mean, that. you know, they're it, boxing has never said what we need more of is Nordic What are looking they famous? Bo- I don't even know what they're famous for. Uh, yeah, I don't either. YouTube, I think. Well, no, I mean, well, there, I mean, definitely the the social media thing, but I don't know what they did that makes them so entertaining. I have no idea. Me neither. There's a ton of those, though. That McBroom kid, I don't know who that is, but they shut down Beverly Hills because he showed up outside and 40,000 people showed up. And I'm like, they had to close Rodeo Drive because there were too many people on it. What is he? You don't know what he Okay. Does a podcast. Yeah. He he wants to fight other podcasters, which I think is interesting. Podcasts, the only way they get notoriety is if they fight each other. Well, they tried stand-up comedy for a while. Yeah, a lot of them. And, oh, uh, really? Learn that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And learn they. I weren't. mean, ask ask anybody that runs a comedy club. They they have these YouTubers come in, at, and they'll do a noon show, and then the show is who knows what it is, but it, there's no show. Right. Like the fans are there. They literally they just want a picture. Yeah. yeah. For val- validation. So weird. After get That's get through it. your yeah. presentation. Yeah. Let's get yeah. to the picture. So what you're exactly. saying is it's you- the opposite of everything. And they sell more. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like I'm here. <laughs> To do morning radio, <laughs> yeah, I work vampire hours to promote a show and get drilled because I got a Yankee hat when I was in Times Square with my son two weeks ago, and I'm trying yeah. to huck tickets next to a Journey cover band this yeah. weekend. Okay, <laughs> is that happening? Oh, it's at CB Live. It will be. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm You're, gonna hear, you're gonna hear. Don't stop believing. Okay, you're gonna hear. Don't stop believing. At least faintly, times. and it's yeah. just annoying enough to make you go. Oh, there's that, and then you can't help it. I was at Melissa Villasenor the other night and watching her do stuff. And uh, she had a quiet moment, and you could hear the band, and they were doing Boston or something. And I started to do that. Marianne, walk it away. I'm at the table singing yeah. the thing in the other room. Like, that's what that is, isn't it? Because you're, you're playing Name That Tune in the other room. Right, right. So you have to be really good and keep the crowd Well, th- I think No pausing. This one, though, is actually pretty darn good compared to the other one. Because this one, because at Stand Up Live, you can kind of hear it. Yeah. But at CB Live, they, they like soundproof that weird yeah. accordion. Yeah, that wall yeah, yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Kind of neat. So when they open it up, it's just yeah, for sure. But wrong. the key to it is making the audience laugh. And you mentioned that your son was with you in Times Square. I hope your son gets traded to another family. Oh, we went there. That's exactly with my <laughs> love feels. Yeah, you're, that's exactly. I hope that someday. Is Rogan going to interview you now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would hope <laughs> someday. <laughs> you're just lashing. Yeah, I am. I'm, I I'm angry. I'm in a corner. I'm in a corner. Yeah. And that's, it's the hat. It's the hat. You said Times Square. You brought up New York again. You're wearing the hat. I hope your son gets traded to a better family. Mark my words. Mark my words. A year from now, I'll be back. Will and I'm coming here? out full on pinstripes. I'm going to wear his jersey. <laughs> I'm going to find his cleats. I'm going to wear his okay, cleats. That's hey fine. guys, what's I'm going, going on? And you'll wear a photograph with my wife. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm all for that. Yeah, it's just a different animal. Uh, Steve Burns at uh, CB Live at Desert Ridge tonight and tomorrow. You can go to cblive.com and get them. All this other stuff that's going on in the world. Like the, the fun thing about your Instagram was, and I love that, and I don't have social media. I won't get on it, but I get told and 
people and Brady let me know about your thing and I looked into it, is that uh, I think comedy is going to be the thing that brings that back to middle. I think you guys have an unbelievable. <laughs> I do. I think Give it time. Somebody else take credit for it. No, but I'm like I think trying to push back. This is it. I think the world of comedy has to be the safe place for everybody because most yeah. of us are normal. Most of us can take the joke. Most of us can do it. And it's going to be you guys who have your Instagram and have your stuff that has to stop bowing down. So you can finally see yeah. to just the stuff. Get over it. To well, that yeah. person that that is all fired up and right. like you know what, what I'm getting. I, I got so much flack for this one. You know, as a comic, it's like I'm getting. Calls and texts from comics saying you can't say that. It's like, guys, you're the last person that should be yeah, saying this. Absolutely. You, you, beyond. Now, now, granted, the people that are saying it are extremely progressive comics sure. in the field of Unlikeable, like being friends with you know writers on very important uh, late night talk shows, which I'm not going to mention or whatever. You know? And Kim we all know like all of them are so left. And yeah. I'm just a comic that – I, I mean, I get I get flack for it in L.A. I get flack for it in New York, but I'm like, it's punk rock to not like kowtow to the government. Like, yes. I don't believe Obama as much as I don't believe Trump. Like, I just don't like either of them because they're such full of BS. Yeah. But you guys keep drinking the Kool Aid yeah. and you keep getting disappointed every four years. It's like, why do you? Th- it's an we've endless made cycle. comedy just tell political. Joe's to settle down. Yeah, tell, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but that's the thing. We've made comedy like you have to be left or right to like a guy. And you're oh, like, yeah, like yeah. and that's the crazy part. It's like you're funny or you're not funny. I can watch somebody that says stuff I disagree with if the jokes are good. I don't care. Yeah. Like I don't like either of them. That's yeah, the thing. Me too. I just don't like either of them. I think they're probably decent people at the end of the day, but once they get on and they're soapboxing for a side, I think that especially now the divisiveness oh my God. is so out of hand that if you you know, tweet or post something that uh, aligns with the right. I, yeah. I, I'm losing followers all the time. Yeah. I'm losing comic friends all the time. I had a friend, a very, very good friend of mine. Name him. <laughs> Maybe I will. All right, go. I had a good friend of mine. <laughs> Owen Benjamin. Over, well, <laughs> he's my Rizzo. <laughs> he got traded. <laughs> he's traded to the evil empire. Just play that. To the yeah. dark side. Oh, yeah. To the dark side. Um, <laughs> I still love him. I still love him. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, it's hard to I want to photograph with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but I had a good friend over COVID. He had posted. I had posted something, and he had an issue with it. And then I called him because he had texted me. But then he posted something that I was just like I, – I, my point was I think – I thought that the capital riots were just as destructive as – Shutting down the city of Chicago for 48 hours, lifting all the drawbridges because BLM was tearing through right. uh, Michigan Avenue. And I said, to me, the optics are no different. True. And if anything, I think barnstorming a federal building, I'm shocked it didn't happen earlier because the government was so lax in yeah. giving everybody some relief over yes. COVID. And so for me, it was like, if it happened over that, I would have been happy. But but I, I was like, I, I just think that they're both as destructive. Yes. And I, I think they're both Incorrect ways to handle an issue. Embarrassing, yeah, yes. for the country. Yeah. And he said, he was basically vilifying, you know, the capital rights, right. saying, saying, that's horrible. Here's why BLM stuff is justified. Walk me through it. And I was open to hearing him sure. out, right? Now, we got – we were spiraling and then we got to the point of like, well, who did you vote for last election? And I told him – I said, look, I didn't vote for either candidate. I went and voted. Right. But I didn't vote for either candidate because I didn't – Didn't buy into either I one. I didn't buy into either of them. And he 
absolutely flipped out. He said, I can't even talk to you anymore. I seriously, I, 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 you're, the stupidity of that statement, he said, I just can't even be friends with you anymore. I said, Jesus. I said here's the thing. Um, I said, over the course of COVID, I've called you maybe five or six times to say, right. I miss seeing you at the comedy store. Right. I miss hanging out. I miss catching up with you. It's Roy Wood. And I, no, no, no. Damn no, it. No, no. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about is the and people I, it could be. And I, um, I said, I, I, you know, so you can say that to me and that's fine. I don't have any ill will towards you, but I know this. You may think I have certain beliefs, but I've been a damn good friend to you. Beautiful. I've been a great friend to you for years. And if you're willing to lose a friend over the fact that I didn't vote for your guy, yeah. Yeah. it's like, then fine. Yeah, so that's be stupid because it's political. Now, I'm not yeah. friends with you anymore because you're a Yankee fan. And that's normal. <laughs> that's a reasonable that thing. That makes tons of yeah. sense. At least that means something to me. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, who is it? God, you got to tell us. It's so interesting when people do that. I could tell you off the air, and then you could say it on no, the air. No, but then what's want. the difference? I'd rather hear from you. I'll, I'll give you his initials. Okay, I'll guess that. Neil Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> I love Neil. Neil's hilarious. How is Neil? I know. How wow, is he Neil? got that fired up. Oh, hold on, though, because Neil. Neil, Neil made a career with Chappelle as a guy who totally kicked the can out from under everything. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so saying any protests are one way or the other, this guy should be for all of it. Yeah. Like, he's not a system guy, or at least he wasn't. No, look, look, he's also somebody who pops in on The Daily Show quite often, you That's know, true. to pontificate and go down that rabbit hole. And uh, Well, he can have his beliefs, but the bottom line is like he has to also realize that this is not a – we're not in a linear thing with one person's thoughts being the only ones that matter. Yeah, it was, it was a bummer. But here's the thing. Like I know for a fact if I'm at the comedy store tomorrow and Neil and I are in the hallway before our sets – I know he'd be the first to walk over and give me a hug. Okay. We just haven't seen each other since it all went down. I, I don't like to air these things right. publicly, you know, because I like to- she did a great job, it. though. Yeah. <laughs> did a great job holding back on that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can't wait for when That's he comes back. That's my olive branch, okay? Well, I would just like to- Neil's here right now if you yeah. guys want to help out. <laughs> Neil, come on out. <laughs> he Jerry, said, yeah, yeah. Jerry. <laughs> and he's in a- Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with that because it's, you know, and he's not wrong either. Because well, it's his thoughts. But that's the thing. Like, I respect his beliefs. Right. And even when he was talking to me about the justification of BLM, I was like, okay, I understand that. Like, I get it. I, I totally understand your perspective. And there are things that I certainly, you know, that he'll say that I'll be like, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I totally get that. I think that there is just an absolute door shut, padlock it, zero tolerance to thinking yeah. Anything else from this perspective, right. from my perspective. You Stay know? in your, your and bubble. I, I hate to say this, but I'll, I'll say it. As a comic, I find that more often than not, when you go into more progressive-leaning cities like yeah. San Francisco, Los right. Angeles, there's less of a tolerance to hear a perspective uh, from oh, the yeah. other side as Which opposed defeats to comedy. going to – Yes. Yeah. Like you could go into Houston and dump on Trump for 30 minutes. And if it's still funny, they're going to laugh. They might bother you afterwards. Yeah, but even say, but still, I've had yeah. people after shows going, going. You know, he's my guy, but that was that was really funny. Right, it was really funny. You can laugh at him, which right. is great. Yeah, the echo chamber can kind of have a moment. Yeah, Neil and I will get an organic kale smoothie and have some tofu and have some laughs over this at some point. <laughs> step yeah. over some homeless on the way <laughs> yeah. back to the hotel. Yeah, yeah, and say everything's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. fine. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for mental health issues, there would be no comedy, and that's going to be a new thing. That I think this is going to be bigger than oh, than I we think it is. It's totally, gonna, agree. it's going to become a new caveat, a new excuse. But I think that, you know, I, I think it makes us go back and appreciate those. Like, like uh, Jim Kelly should be like, <laughs> Good like God. the face of mental awareness. 
that guy went to four Super Bowls and lost consecutively. Meanwhile, his kids, his son Hunter, had some disease no one had heard of. And the yeah. guy's got to deal with that in his personal life and then still managed to be and one he of the overcame. best players. He, he did, yeah. What was it, throat cancer? Yeah, I think it was. Jaw and throat. throat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mouth. Because he mean, chewed too much. If still. anybody had an excuse to go, you know, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. I get the twist. It'd be him. The twisties. <laughs> The twisties. It's such an adorable thing to quit the Olympics over. Yeah. I find that to be – yeah, I don't like the excuse side. I think that's so true. And I think it's going to become a crutch. Especially when you're there because that's what it's about. It's overcoming the pressure. Everybody's under pressure. That's what separates the legends from us. It's that one shining moment. (laughs) From us. Yeah, we're we're just – well, want me in that. Oh, you mean Brady. He looks yeah. like a cubicle worker, but we look like we could have played somewhere. We could have. Yeah, yeah, people might confuse us. Were you Jay Buhner at one day? I'm like, yeah, I was Jay Buhner. This guy like, doesn't have the twisties. Weren't you the girl? No. That, yeah. No. Uh, I eat the churros. Yeah. 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 Twizzlers is what you get a case of. Yeah. People Twizzlers. confuse you for maybe like, weren't you a great golfer or something like that at one point? Maybe people know. Yeah. I, I, I wore the Reebok pumps. I was Michael Chang. <laughs> weren't you? You were a tennis. You were a mathlete, weren't yeah. you? I was a mathlete. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I was the uh, probably that was really B champ. <laughs> <laughs> Brady people walk up to him and say, "Weren't you the girl that licked the wallpaper in Willy Wonka?" And like, oh, son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! What else is going on here? Well, COVID treated you okay. We're done. My, my prediction is you're the second to last act that goes, uh, and then we're shutting her down again. You think so? I think it's gonna. I think we're gonna start hearing crazy soon again. When I think what's gonna because L.A. County. Just went to mask mandates. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna come into flu season. Yep, and uh, that's the one thing I, I wonder. I was like, is it gonna come back? Are yeah. we gonna go into at least seating capacities? But do you foresee oh. a potential shutdown? Yeah, I think the think over. So? Well, I, I've 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 said for uh, after two, Lollapalooza this yeah, weekend. We'll get that out of the way. We'll get that out of the way. <laughs> after the last year, I've been saying this is a dress rehearsal. This one's not so bad. Oh, you think? I think COVID was the was, the, was a dress rehearsal. Got... Well, right, but the next one that comes, we're going to fight so hard against anything they say. I think, people and it's going to be angry. the real one. It's going to be the big one. And what, what we need in this planet? Know which is true. Tweet this. Tweet this. Because what we need in this planet is about two billion off. And I think the Earth is going to shake. It, shake. There, she's shaking. <laughs> please tweet done. Yeah, I know. Done. <laughs> shake us off like please. Mother Nature doesn't lose. We're yeah. fleas. A flat the, death tax. fifteen percent across the board. Every I think two billion getting off is fair. Two billion. We sustain about five billion. We can do that. We got about seven and a half right now. We need a two billion, and this thing's coming to get us. Well, that's uh, it's like it's India, right? right? Well, we can't. That's called genocide. I don't want to eliminate one. (laughs) You're different. Now I got to go to the Holocaust Museum after this. Guys, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. It was just the thick of the moment. Right. <laughs> it just I blame Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> he was in a mood. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it. Was like you the, really think we're going to shut down again, though? I think we're going to try, and I think I think they're going to try. The, the, the masses, not- the masses will fight immediately. And this, the 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 first one wasn't so bad. We could have just cooperated with each other and been all right because it's really kind of just a bad flu. Right. We Let's just do what they say. Keep the hospitals clean. This next one is going to be the one that goes. Nah, this one actually gets you. And people are like, I'm not doing anything. They say they lied to us for. And I maybe the bad. only reason that it could, because you know, for a lot of places, the way we rebounded mm-hmm. after being shut down economically right. was a lot quicker than right. they anticipated. It was wildly so like, Look, inconvenient. We could do this again. Yeah. maybe. you miss me. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna need me back, everybody. Um, Why he's campaigning? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. He's still president in some places. In his yeah, party. I yeah. think it's it's crazy that the social media outlets. Like, got, like, tal- the Taliban's on Twitter. Yeah. And they got yeah, he's not allowed. Trump like, can't talk. 
I think that, look, as a comic, and I've had this debate with many of my comedian friends. I'm like, look, I don't care what you think or say, but it's just, it's still wrong that they kicked this guy yeah. off. It, it's wrong that they kicked him off social media. And, and I don't know. I, I got I got big issues with that. And there's a lot Huge. of comments like, no, he deserved it. It's like no. you're, you're, you're forgetting the principle of this. You're thinking about the man. I understand you don't agree with his ideology or whatever it might be. There's the brashness or yep. whatever. But you, you still – The Klan has a right to speak. In this country, all these other organizations that you're talking about. It's awful. But it's, yes. it's and that's what, why I'm here today to promote my exactly. actual appearance. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to – you got the cross all ready to go. Yeah. We got some uh, petrol in the back of the car. Man, did I find no, a nice piece I, of wood. I, I, hate that, I hate some of the things that people have to say, but they have a right to say it. When they act, yes. that's different. And again, it's like there's always this fall outrage, right, yeah. in the media. Oh, my God, the Klan's coming to New York City. Right. It's like why are you giving it any gravity? Because yeah. we all know in New York City when the Klan came, there was maybe 30 people marching down the street. Yeah. Right. There were like 2,000 yeah. on the sides. Like, guys, that's the point. We, we won. Right. Like visually, just look at the optics. We won. It, it's yeah. fine. Stop giving it fuel. You know? Well, I've been against the civil rights movement because I think it identifies racists faster. It made it illegal to be racist. But without it, you could put the sign that says, I don't want this, this, or this in my business. And then right. you're like, now we know. Now we know. So there is, right. yeah. I, I think everybody should, I don't think there should be any like ramifications on what people well, say. Well, race is a whole bucket of work. I mean, now you've got critical Different race animal. theory. And I think critical race theory should be taught in schools because there are benefits to it. I, I think that it, it, it's the quickest way for grade schoolers to learn division. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Boom! Again, it's, a math joke. Ladies and gentlemen, on, that's, that's just that's, uh, that's what we call the pink spoon in the biz. It's called a little taste, a little sample, a little hit. You want the Sunday? There's 31 other flavors here. I want the yayo. So let me just guess. During his critical race uh, theory talk, an Asian made a math joke. Really? <laughs> really? This is what I have to close I with? I can't disappoint. <laughs> you don't. I'm not here to disappoint. It's always good talking to you. We, did, we went on for like two hours on Caliendo's podcast that one time. It's just great. It's fun that was fun. Yeah. So uh, it's always good to have you. You've been doing this for a long time. So. The happiest man on the, pl- on the planet. Frank? Frank? Oh, yeah. Without question. Yeah. The There's nothing about that guy. That Look, my internet password is not Frank Caliendo is difficult because I'm, uh, I'm honest about it. It's a, it's, it's a joke, right? No, it's always at his house. Frank Caliendo is difficult as the internet password if you're Is it really? Yeah, I made it that. Because <laughs> every, everything's a hassle. I, I mean, literally one of the flawlessly entertaining yeah. guys and so gifted and so talented. Just one of those guys that God just went, bink. Just touched and yeah. it's like and it made his face fat. <laughs> when God touched him, it made his face bigger. Skinny fat. He's, well, he's got the skinny body, and then they play. He's like one of those uh, books that had three pages, and you turn and make different things out of it. Yeah, he, his face is wrong. It's not right for he, he head. It, that giant head of his. Yeah, he's massive. got like a. Uh, well, he's got like the body of a real of a, like a, a state champion wrestler, mm-hmm. but then the face of a, a truck driver. You know, just like. <laughs> You should always be holding a Slim Jim and, yeah. a, and a... Or, as I've said, uh, the face of a man with a peanut allergy, and the body has not yet reacted. <laughs> Wait until he swallows. The old man. When the whole thing, when, the, when it gets in the bloodstream past the face, forget it. It's over. Uh, What's well, good bashing on uh, Frank, because he's uh, easy to attack, and there are no groups that are going to defend him. Yeah. So well, we just, I, I love him. Yeah, I do too. I really do love the guy. He's the best. But, uh... Uh, but yeah, it was fun. So it's always good <laughs> yeah. to talk to you. Steve's always got something good to say. Steve Byrne uh, at uh, Desert Ridge. And if you want somebody who's unafraid and going to go up on stage and do the show and not worry about, you know, comments from But it's still, it's still like having fun. It's not it's like, fun. it's not like, I'm going to be dangerous. Well, you know, you're it's not. Like, yeah. I'm not like Carlos Mencia. Like, I'm going to say the things nobody says, bro. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm just like, 
stating an opinion that's like middle – I'm like literally – I have a middle centrist yeah. viewpoint yep. where I dump on both sides. Yeah. The best part about that, again, I have to, I have to comment as the guy – as the post, uh, post-game interview. Uh, the man who said I'm not dangerous attacked a man while he told us he wasn't dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> he went after Carlos Mencia. Well, Carlos and your, Neil Brennan dangerous. can start a bowling team together. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're driving towards? <laughs> I love Neil, though. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. He's hard not to like. Let's just clarify. Let's just back that up. Carlos. Not so much. Not so much. (laughs) Really? Not a fan of Carlos Mencia. I don't have anything against him. Well, you just said you didn't like him. Well, we all know the knock against him, but when we were at the comedy store and he was coming through and he was the the guy beating his chest and he was the, the big star then, like you would literally be in the middle of a set and other comics would be like, hey, 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 from the back of the room. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, then you knew. I've heard of yours. Start doing crowd work. Zip it Where up. are you from? Close How you doing? Up. Give it up for the single ladies. <laughs> I've been sober for six years. It's like that's what all those lines come out. You no. Know? Wow. I see, and he's always been nice to us when he comes here, and and people say that. But the, I'm, the knock is there for a reason, evidently. It's still yeah. a chip. I mean, for, oh, it's, I mean, it's, for, it's, there. it's there. Yeah. 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 That's that's an albatross. He he's not gotten rid of. Yeah. He's not rebounded from no. it. And. I think he's funny. Like when he's in here, he's funny. I just don't. I, I don't know. It's not my world. Yeah. Well, it's so, fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, now you know. Well, maybe he'll get traded. That's the only way it'll work. Get traded yeah. to another comedy club. Uh, Steve Byrne at Desert Ridge this weekend. Leave us with words of wisdom quickly. Well, um, <laughs> I'm not Frank Caliendo. I try to do my best, but uh, no, I, I just would say that. Look, this summer's been tumultuous. Yep. It's been a crazy year. I would I would highly recommend coming out to CB Live to have a great time because yep. I'm one of the few comics that I, I'm telling you I care I genuinely Aww. care about the shows oh. and I want everybody to have a great time and I'm gearing up to film my fifth hour special and I'm it's the hardest I've ever worked on one so well, there you go. I'm really really excited Beautiful. about it yeah well, all the success in the world you deserve and I'm I'm selling I, I don't normally comics sell merch after the show yep. like. I'm selling uh, Rizzo shirts that with the new Yankee <laughs> thing. That's my merch. Pre-order now. Yankee yeah. gear. Yeah. With Rizzo and like Sharpie <laughs> written on the back of Reggie Jackson jersey. Yeah. I'm sponsored by the Yes Network, by the way. Too. Oh, are you? Is that right? Oh, good. Yeah. Tell Michael I said hi. <laughs> All right. There you go. Steve Byrne at Desert Ridge this weekend. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.